1: Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters.
0: Keeping you connected to our
1: community. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics. On Mix 103.7.
2: Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ofis, and today we're joined with some of the behind crew to Keanu Theatre's upcoming show, Mary Poppins. Now, I'm going to let them introduce themselves because they're the ones behind the scenes. If, if nothing goes wrong... If you don't notice anything, that means they did the right job. So to start us off here, Ron, I'll get you to introduce yourself here.
0: Hi, I'm Ron Schuster. I'm the co-choreographer on this production. I'm
3: Daryl Rolls, and I'm the director and co-choreographer on the show.
4: Hi, I'm Hilary Hornberger, and I'm the music director and the tap choreographer.
2: Fantastic. And like I had mentioned just earlier there, that the upcoming show is Mary Poppins. Now, I'm assuming most people will have at least heard the name Mary Poppins, but who out of the three of you would be best to describe what going to a Mary Poppins show is?
3: Well, it's going to be full of magic, and if anyone remembers the original Mary Poppins uh, movie with Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke, uh, we have a lot of those same great songs from the show, Supercalifragilisticexpialidociousness. And we have a spoonful of sugar and a step in time. Like it's all those great memorable songs. So besides the singing, there's some great dancing to pep you up. And uh, at the heart of Mary Poppins is a very heartwarming story about the importance of family. So there you go, bring your family with you. Um, So it's a totally wonderful family entertainment. Like I say, filled with magic. We're flying Bert and Mary up in the air. And well, they're flying themselves, of course. Yeah. And uh, we are uh, got some great sets and costumes are lush and lavish. So if this is one you don't want to miss.
2: Some of the songs, as we know, like Supercalifragilistic expialidocious we all know that one now the play mary poppins is it one of those plays where the occasional song pops up to kind of add to the narrative or is it one of those plays where the songs kind of push forward the narrative
3: i would say it's the latter or sometimes both i always coach the actress to say in a musical you're in a moment where you're talking and you're so blank you can't talk about it anymore you have to sing about it so you're so excited or you're so sad, or you're so what, and that helps to make for a, true, uh, a smooth transition, and that's how most musicals are written.
2: The actors taking part in this play, uh, where are they all coming from? Are they, they local? Or are there outside uh, actors coming in? How, uh, how is that working?
0: It's all local uh, talent that we're showcasing on this stage. We came back in October, I think it was, and auditioned way back then uh, when we were doing All Together Now, another wonderful production at Piano Theatre, and uh, chose the talent and, and have been working with them since December. So they've had a long road to get ready for the opening on Friday.
2: Yeah, because uh, this, this Friday here, it starts up this weekend. This Friday is the starter. It goes all weekend, and then next weekend as well. So... There's a few chances for people to see, but not a lot. And you had mentioned uh, kind of earlier as well, the choreography that goes into this. Now, how, how much time does it take to get somebody up to that level for a play like Mary Poppins?
4: Oh, <laughs> well, I did the tap choreography for Step in Time, and about 85 to 90% of them had never tapped before. So that was definitely a challenge. But they all rose to the challenge for sure. um we had rehearsals for the tap, probably a couple times a week at least, yeah. and then some um I did some out of rehearsal out of rehearsal times as well with them, and they yeah, they've progressed really well. It's quite amazing, you'll be. Quite astonished to see them tapping on stage altogether, so
0: there's a lot of dance. It's very joyful production. and in addition to Daryl and myself being co-choreographers, Alex deroche came in and helped us with super califragilistic Uh so there was lots of lots of us behind the scenes drilling them because, like like Hillary said. Yeah, a lot of them didn't even dance period or have any dance training in the cast. So it, it was, they had to learn how to do steps and how to work props and then do all kinds of to create the magic on the stage that you're going to see on Friday. Yeah,
3: uh, we actually spell out Super Color Fragilisticexpialidocious slow with our movement. Uh, slowly at first, and then it gets faster and faster and it's quite exhilarating. Uh, we were lucky enough to um, have access to the original choreography from on Broadway and um, with the rights that we got. And so it's, it's like amazing what they can do. And some people at first were just kind of flapping their arms around it. Now it's pretty tight and pretty spectacular.
2: It's going to be something to see because that leads into my next question is that was if you had to create your whole own routine or what you said, this is a routine you guys were able to get access to. And then it was just a matter of Let's get the cast able to lock this down.
3: That's the only number that we were able to, that we used the rights for. The rest is all original choreography. So that's been pretty fun for all of us to create moments like Jolly Holiday. If you remember in the movie, that was all a lot of that was animated with uh, animated penguins and geese and stuff. And we're not allowed to have animation in the show. P.L. Trappers who wrote Mary Poppins. Ultimately, did not like the movie that uh, Walt Disney created, and she particularly did not like the animation. So when she passed on the rights uh, for the live musical, the stipulation was that there was to be no animation in it. And so we have live penguins in our show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very and the joy of being able to choreograph uh, allows us to, to adapt things to make our cast look look wonderful, and that's what that's what it's about. Is it's our job to make them look. Like they're brilliant and talented, which they are. <laughs>
1: yeah, <that's true. laughs>
2: we are just gonna take our first break here in Fort McMurray Matters, but just a reminder that the show starts off. It kicks off this Friday, 7:30. then goes Saturday, Sunday. And then starts up again next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and that's it. So if you want to see it, those are your only chances. And just a reminder, they are being COVID-friendly. There's going to be two spare seats between each cohort just for your own comfort. Just so you're aware, tickets are going to be $47 regular price. And obviously the prices change for senior students and children. We're going to be right back with Fort McMurray Matters.
1: We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.
2: Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ophis, and today we're joined by Daryl Rolls, director and choreographer for the upcoming show Mary Poppins down at Keanu Theater's Ron Schuster, the co-choreographer, and Hilary Hornberger, the music director and tap choreographer for Keanu Theaters, Mary Poppins, which starts off this Friday. You don't want to miss it. We were kind of talking before, obviously, about choreography going on in the show, and now only one dance number was a pre-done choreography that you had the rights to, and now the rest is completely done yourself. So how do you go about Choreographing your own set, your own routine—is um, it kind of do you go along with the music? Does that kind of tell you each steps? Is it what's going on in the story that kind of leads the way to what you're doing? Like, how do you go about making that?
0: Well, it's a combination of both because because there's huge visual elements in all of the choreography. Uh, in the second act, uh, the Mary Poppins takes the children and they fly through the stars. So we've had to, you know, visualize how do we create that on stage, on a live stage. So uh, it would be a nice surprise for our audience to come to see how we fly through the stars. It's, it's a beautiful moment uh, with tap. You've got it. You've got. You got rhythms. You got to yeah.
4: gotta <laughs> make sure that the rhythms are all there. So a lot of it is dependent on music, but also on like where the story came from and where the story is going and what the point of the number is to kind of create an overall look for that piece. So.
3: It's a beautifully crafted um, piece of theater in terms of bringing the original Mary Poppins back to life, the movie, and then making it even more stimulating and wonderful for the audience. So um, there's some new songs added. And like I said, a lot of the old joyful ones that we all remember are in there. It's, and uh, it's, it's a great journey for the audience and the characters to go on.
2: And and that's the thing you had mentioned. You know the beauty and the journey and the the sets. So because you've got, to, I I would imagine a story like this. There are many sets and different prop pieces that got to be done up. Um, so are you taking things from from the the film, the original film? Or are you coming up with own kind of set designs to make this backdrop, which is supposed to be you know it's taking a step back in time? Uh, how do you go about making putting all this the sets together?
3: Well, the set design is by Carrie Hamilton. Uh, who's a well-known um, uh, um, set designer from Alberta, and um, she has she had the challenge of many different things. Like for example, there's so many times in the show where we go instantly from the parlor to the nursery, to the nursery to the park to the parlor, and um, they've got those great nursery scenes in there. And she's come up with a, a magical design that I'll I'll let I won't let the the uh, out of the bag on that one but it is indeed very magical so that we can easily be transported to all these different places and then anyone that remembers the animation scene in the movie we've had to do that without animation so we've got bursts of color and dancing flowers and statues leaping all over the place so in that case we've had to take something that was so not so easy but you know so wonderful to do on film we've had to make it happen in live Peter, and I'm I'm pretty excited how we did that. I mean, uh, the lighting designer, um, Adam Klustyuk, he certainly helps with that, all that. So it's just an entire package that... uh, takes takes the audience on a, a magical journey. It,
0: it's actually an amazing production because there's so many very brief scenes that we go in the park for like 30 seconds and have this very brief scene and then we pop into the parlor. They change the scenarios so quickly, but thankfully the facilities at Keano Theatre are so wonderful, having a fly tower and being able to change things uh, gives us the ability to create that magic.
2: Yeah, I was going to ask, like, how... Uh, like you have mentioned, the thirty seconds between a scene's got to change. Uh, how are, do you, uh, how do you swap out that scene? How do you change things up? Because I mean, you don't want to take the audience out of what they're visually seeing. So how are you swapping it out without, you know, taking people out of what's going on?
3: Well, let's just say we have a magic park drop that flies in it's quite stunning but um often like ron said there is a lot of scene changes where we're going from the park to this the park to that and uh that's achieved through set pieces and beautiful lighting
2: and and then as well to take people into it because it wouldn't work without the costumes that the actors and actresses are wearing because it's not like uh, this is not set in uh, you know just a couple years ago where we can just wear our everyday clothes there like these are it's a step back in time it's mary poppins so i mm-hmm. like are, are you like can you buy these kind of outfits to make it fit does somebody have to make everything that everybody's wearing like how do you go about all these costumes
3: that's a great question. Uh, we have a, our costumer is Melissa Mitchell, and she's done several other shows here at with Keanu like Mama Mia and Flashdance, and um, that's her area of expertise. It's a blend of what you asked for. Stalls set in nineteen ten, so you're right. We're not wearing our sweatpants from today. Uh, the costumes are very, very lush and lavish. Many of them are built from scratch uh, by the team here at Keanu, and some, we have a, we, Kano Theater has a costume storage lot, for lack of a better word, and they can pull stuff from there and mix and match it and stuff like that, but some of the original designs are so beautiful, uh, particularly those of you that remember the iconic um, uh, movie poster of Mary Poppins in that beautiful white lace dress with her red hat and all that kind of stuff. And so those had all to be made from scratch, and really they did a brilliant job. So there's a total package for the audience, right? Lights, costumes, set, great music, great dancing, and a beautiful story. Um, like I say, it should not be missed.
2: No, it definitely should not be missed. Mary Poppins at Canter Theater starts off this Friday at 7:30 p.m. Running all weekend. Just a reminder: if you are bringing the kiddos, you don't want to keep them up that late. Sunday it starts off at 2 p.m. A little earlier if you want to take the kids out. Uh, we're gonna be right back with Fort McMurray Matters right after this. <laughs>
1: We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.
2: We're back with Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Opus, and today we're joined by the uh, behind-the-scenes crew for Cano Theater's upcoming show, Mary Poppins, which starts off this Friday. Goes all weekend, then starts up again Thursday, Friday, Saturday, next next weekend so it starts off this friday here is the first show and who doesn't want to be there for the first show right that's always the one that you know everyone's really excited for and just a reminder they are taking precautions as well with covid they're doing two spare seats between each cohort you know just being careful out there speaking of the first show coming up because i had this question kind of set aside for you know i I wasn't sure who i was going to get was it the actors but i got the behind the scenes crew and i think this question fits for you as well and that is nerves, you know, the, the, the nerves before a opening show. And now cause, because you've done all this work, everything you can, and now you've just got to sit back and watch it all take place. Ron, I'll actually start with you. How do you how do you deal with that?
0: Well, uh, it's kind of like giving birth, you know, <laughs> and as, a, yeah, as, a, as, a, as a father, you can probably relate to that. There's a lot of anticipation uh, through the journey of creating it, your, your word is, is this going to work? Is it not going to work? I have to change this, I have to find a new way, get creative, uh, it's close to the 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 moment and uh, you sort of just have to let go uh so there's definitely nerves in opening night and uh, we love the fact that we can come to opening night and we just sort of fly in the wall sit in the audience and just watch for reactions and and go yeah they're laughing the right spot oh that's that's strange why they're reacting that way
2: <laughs> yeah and daryl how do you feel I, we'll start with you actually I'll go next to you daryl just to kind of move down the line and uh, yeah how do you feel yeah. opening night you see you know your your babies are out there putting on the show here
3: Well, I'll tell you this. It's always been the hardest thing to do that transition because when they're in rehearsal, you can always give them notes or you can fix something or you can polish something. But then once it goes on stage on opening night, it's like I'm giving the show to you and now you own it. and. So, yeah, there's anticipation. I'm, I'm not, hopefully wouldn't be nervous just in terms of means they're not prepared. And so I always remind the actors that don't confuse being nervous uh, with you're nervous if you're underprepared. If you're well prepared, then you should have, and, w- and that's what they have, is a sense of excitement or anticipation that that tingly feeling takes you on stage. Um, but Um, I mean, I think you'll always find an actor that says I'm nervous, but um, my hope is that they identify that it's not nervous, it's at that anticipation, how is it going to go. And the other thing that's interesting is every audience gives you a different reaction, and that the audience to that extent helps to shape the show. If they get more excited, then they actually get more excited, and uh, everybody has a a better experience. So, anticipating, yes. (sighs) Hoping and wishing and dreaming, yes, but I don't personally get nervous anymore unless I haven't done my job.
2: Oh. <laughs> that's good and uh Hillary, yeah, yourself uh, do you do you sit out in the crowd as well? Do you get that nerve watching you know the the big uh, tap routine coming on? How do you feel before uh, opening night?
4: uh it's pretty much the same as what's been said. um I find I'm more nervous throughout the process that it's is it gonna all come together. are they gonna be able to do it? But then once opening night comes, like, unless I haven't done my job, then I, I feel like everything, you know, it's just, this is our time to let it go and let them shine. So, yeah.
2: Fantastic. Because opening night, like we've said, is this Friday. But I will, uh, will kind of go back around uh, the table again to kind of let everyone kind of say their piece, you know, make the big sell of why <laughs> people should uh, see Mary Poppins. And again, Hillary just ended with you. We'll start with you here.
4: There are some incredible actors in Fort McMurray and some incredible talent, Um, and they've just like pulled out all the stops for this one. They've worked so hard, and their singing and their dancing and acting is just amazing to behold, and you should come check it out for yourselves.
2: Fantastic. Uh, Daryl, Daryl, the big sell?
4: (laughs) I
3: think what's valuable and wonderful about this upcoming show is that We've had to go through this period where we haven't had live theater and now it's back here in our l- in our laps and people need to come out and embrace that because um, I know I've missed it a lot and uh, it's so b- brave of Keanu Theater to say we're going to go ahead with this show and not only we're going to do a show, we're going to do a really special show. So I think this is a really special show. Um, to summarize it all the lights the costumes the sets the choreography it's just a bang up production and you, i guarantee people will leave feeling good and thinking about their family i hope oh how important nice. it is.
2: very nice uh ron that's going to be very tough to follow up
0: well, <laughs> well all i have to say is it is an incredibly enchanting production it is filled with such fabulous music and songs and dancing visually it's stunning and there's nothing like the live experience. As we mentioned before, it's depending on the audience. It grows, and the and the actors get stronger, and the audience plays back. There's nothing like live theater because you get involved with it. It's not passive like you're watching a TV show. You know, you have to get involved. And if you don't believe singing super califragilistic, then uh, I don't know. You must be made of stone or something.
3: <laughs> or we didn't do our job. we we'll did.
2: <laughs> Well, fantastic. Thank you very much for joining me today. Um, I can hear the excitement there. I know a lot of people as well are looking forward to you know, being able to do things live, like you said, and going to stuff again. And starting off with Mary Poppins, I think you kind of kicked it off with a bang here.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you.
2: Huge thanks again to Daryl Rolls, Ron Schuster, and Hillary Hornberger for joining me today and uh, talking about Keanu Theater's upcoming show, Mary Poppins, which kicks off this Friday at 7.30 p.m. going Saturday, Sunday. Sunday, just an FYI, if you want to take the kids and you don't want to go too late. Uh, Sunday show is going to start at 2 p.m. And then the next show is next Thursday, February 17th, Friday and Saturday. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today on Fort McMurray Matters. But if you missed it and you want to hear more, you can head to our website, mix1037fm.com. Just click on the news section. You can see the list of podcasts right under there. You're going to hear them all. I'm Adam Office. I'll talk with you again tomorrow.
1: That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters.
0: Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com.
1: Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.